0: If we don't start having conversations, asking questions in these uncertain times, how do we overcome the unknown? When your moments of today are controlled by your thoughts of tomorrow, when do the problems of yesterday catch up with your someday I'll take time and get around to it life? As we know it, keeps changing. We search for answers and find new reason. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host Deshaun Brown. This is the podcast new equals reason. In a world where the unknown keeps us learning daily together, we journey into the new. It equals the reason to have a conversation about it. If we all plant good seeds today, Our food for thought for tomorrow will be plentiful for the future. On this episode, I want to talk about NBA playoff time. For all my basketball fans out there that listen to the podcast, if you're a big NBA fan like myself, it's a good time of year, especially if your team's made it. If not, it's just a good time to watch some competitive basketball, see... You know, who might be a free agency, who might be able to be picked up by your team. My team happens to be in it. We had to be in the play-in game, which I didn't care for because we were a seventh seed. And if we lost, we would have played, you know, the nine seed for the eighth spot. And we could have lost that. And while I'm making this podcast, you got the Grizzlies and Golden State playing for the eighth spot, and so, I'll give my prediction on that, obviously, you know, it could go either way, but I would lean more towards Golden State from experience with Seth, Draymond, Steve Kerr, but you got the young gun in Ja Morant, I really like that kid, I mean, I think he's explosive, could be a top point guard in the league someday. He's a top young point guard. But with the games starting tomorrow, um, see some of the games that start tomorrow. I know you got Miami playing the Bucks, And that's the first game starting at 2 p.m. Uh, I like the Bucks, even though I really don't like the Bucs. Uh, I like them in this matchup. You know, they played Miami in the bubble and they lost. Giannis was hurt, still no excuse. You still got Chris Milton. Uh, what I like about the Bucs, though, as an organization standpoint is they're willing to spend some money to bring in players to help uh, build the team you know, make a deep run. So you can never put that past an organization when they're willing to spend money. A lot of these teams won't won't risk spending money. So they're trying to make it Giannis a happy player and keep Chris Milton and all that. So you, you can't look past any of that. Uh, Miami, on the other hand, you know, like a lot of teams that came out of the bubble, uh, you got some injuries and you got, uh, you know, just people not really being in that comfort of the bubble is what I look at it like. Uh, you know, when you're playing basketball, these guys, they do this day in and day out. That That's easy for them. You know, basketball, is when you love a sport, that that's what you do. So when they were in the bubble, a lot of these teams looked a lot better in the bubble than they do now. So Miami, in my opinion, was one of those teams. Uh, they tried to get Victor Olendipo. I feel like he was injury prone. I didn't like that pickup, but you know, I understand what Pat Riley's trying to do. You know, there's a lot of wings in the league, and you want some ball handlers and shooters and stuff like that, but uh, I like Milwaukee, especially game one. I can see them win the series. I think Miami's trying to overcome some uh, injuries early in the season, and, you know, they still got shooters, but I think the Bucks just have too much. Uh, for the series, i like them to win, you know, at least 4-1, maybe 4-2 bucks. Uh, the next game up, tomorrow, 4 p.m., Dallas and L.A. Clippers. Another game, another matchup from the bubble. Uh, Could go either way. I mean, you know, on paper, Clippers should win easy. Uh, but what Dallas did... Last year, you can never overlook that. You know, I think you have to uh, really want to win, and you know, with Dallas getting some players back and through trades and all that, I, I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me to see Dallas pull off Game One victory, especially win the series again. Uh, I think it'll go down to Game Seven. You know, with the with the Clippers, I think when you start load managing and you start sitting players that are not injured, not only does it look bad, you know, from an organizational standpoint on, can this guy really bring it in the clutch? I mean, why is he not really playing? And I understand, you know, these guys have a hard workload, but most of these guys that are doing load management are still pretty young. And I think... Situational basketball is what gets affected when you do low management chemistry. It gets affected with low management. I think the Clippers, even though they got rid of Doc Rivers, I mean, Tyron Lue pretty much does the same thing. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me to see Dallas pull it off game seven. Uh, the eight o'clock game, you got Boston and Brooklyn. Boston's my team. If you've heard in the podcast before about basketball, I talk about Boston quite a bit. That's my team. Uh, We've dealt with, like Miami, some injuries throughout the season. We lost Jalen Brown. Uh, COVID hit Jason Tatum. And, um, you know, we've been still trying to hang in there. Uh, We had to play in game and, we, we beat Washington, but I like the fact that, you know, we're still fighting, trying to win. Uh, I don't think Brooklyn is just going to sweep. I think on paper, obviously, they have the better team. You know, you got an unreal super team that I'm very surprised they that happened. Uh, you know, I feel like these guys should to go where they want, but when you got. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, you know, free agency going to a team. No problem there. James Harden forcing his way to a team. I did not care for that from a basketball fan standpoint. Not because they're not my team. I could care less on that. You know, these guys are built differently. Uh, I was born in the 80s, so, you know, my cousins were heavy in the early – 90s basketball, you know, I remember watching Jordan and Barkley and Pippen and these guys early in the 90s and you know, you it was very rare that you see these guys want to play together. And so when you see these guys nowadays, you know, they're like best friends, buddy buddies, and you got guys forcing their way to a team. It's hard for me to just be like, you know, man, these guys know what it's like to put in work. Like, they're doing the opposite. They're not trying to put in work. They're trying to come out, score 150, and win with just pure But anytime you play basketball, if you've watched enough basketball, you know anybody can go cold. Anybody can be beat any given day. Seven games uh, is a little bit harder, you know, for somebody to be cold off seven. Uh, I think Brooklyn... Should win it. I'm a Boston fan, so I hope, you know, we pull it out. Uh, But the odds are stacked against us on that one. Uh, Tomorrow, 10 p.m., you got Portland Trail Blazers and Denver Nuggets. I think Joker should win MVP. Uh, He's carried that team. He's done a lot when Jamal Murray went out. Uh, And you know, I like to see one of the European guys finally get a MVP in the league. You know, I I guess you would consider Giannis that too. But uh, for a big time, big big man, I like to see Joker win it. Uh, You know, he deserves it. Put in the work, very skilled big man. But my favorite point guards on Portland Trailblazers, even though I'm a Boston fan, I hope some way. We end up getting Dame if we have to let go of Kimba, so uh, which will probably never happen. But I don't count out Dame. I like Dame. I like watching them play. I like C.J. McCullough. I like the way they handle business. And uh, I think Portland will get that game. I really do. Uh, Sunday, the first game was Sunday, 1 p.m. is Washington versus the Sixers. Washington got beat by Boston. They came back, beat Indiana, who destroyed Charlotte Hornets. I know on paper the Sixers should win game one and easily win the series. The problem is this for you basketball fans that are casual and just assume you're number one seed. This is a given. This is where it's important to know the sports you're casually talking about. When a team is not supposed to be in certain places like the playoffs, Washington had a .06 chance of making the playoffs. They are the eighth seed. They are playing the Philadelphia 76ers. You have a MVP player in Westbrook, the triple-double master. You have a scorer in Bradley Beal. Westbrook has been to the finals. He knows how to get there. The 76ers are known for choking. They've been beat every year. I think Boston's beat them the last two. Uh, I know that one year they lost to the Rafters on a Kawhi Leonard shot. Um, great talent in Joel Embiid. I'm not the biggest fan of Ben Simmons, even though he does play really good defense. But I would not be surprised if they were to lose to Washington. When you have to play every other day for the most part, And the matchups are not on your side. Let us be clear. Blen Simmons is not, and I repeat, not going to stop Westbrook. He may play solid defense on Bradley Beal. These guys are scorers. They know how to shoot. They know how to drive. And they don't care to get it in. I would not be surprised if Washington beats the Sixers. That would actually be my possible first-round upset because I don't think the matchup is good for the Sixers. And the Washington Wizards, who lost to Boston, pulled it together. Now they're feeling like it's all or nothing. We got to do what we got to do. They're hot. When you not played basketball for a couple days, these guys that do not know what it's like to win and go deep year after year tend to come out a little slow. If you come out slow on Washington and you let these guys who know they're considered the underdogs, they know nobody, and I do mean nobody, nobody, But a Washington Wizards fan and probably half of their fans didn't pick them. These guys are coming in, going for broke. I would not be surprised if they upset the Sixers after a great regular season. You heard it here. First. Game two. The Lakers and the Suns. On everything I love about basketball. This is the perfect matchup of experience versus non-experience. Lakers won the championship in the bubble. The Suns, they don't have enough experience in the playoffs. I love Chris Paul, great point guard. Devin Booker, off the chart skill set. I just don't know if they're ready for LeBron. And as a Boston fan, I wanted him to lose so bad to Golden State. I wanted him not to be in the playoffs. I get tired of the Lakers. I'm a Boston fan. If you are a Laker fan, take this personal, please. I hope you lose. I do not like the Lakers. I do not like LeBron James, one of the all-time greatest basketball players. But I personally do not like the Lakers and or LeBron With that said, I think experience wins, especially game one, another team that should have been beat. They're coming in feeling like they're the underdogs after they just won a championship in a bubble. I just don't think Phoenix has the experience right now. It would not surprise me if the Lakers win game one and the series. The next game is 7 p.m. Sunday. I call this the wild card series of the playoffs. Atlanta Hawks, New York Knicks. I watched the Knicks play Boston when Boston set every possible starter we had. And we almost beat the Knicks on a comeback. when you don't have a winning culture and you're trying to build a winning culture certain things will always come back and get you if you're not careful it's called being dragging and lazy on the court Julius Randle did it. I love Derrick Rose. He was one of my favorite point guards in his prime injuries, really hurt him. But they get careless. I don't know if they can keep that winning attitude up for a game, seven-game series. Now, they might beat the Hawks. I haven't seen a lot of Hawks games. Um, But they've been playing great. This series could go either way. Uh, you know, for for the sake of basketball, I'd like to see Knicks really, you know, play their hearts out because New York fans, you know, they make basketball fun because half of your reporters are Knicks fans and they love re- reporting on the Knicks because that's when you know Knicks were good. That's when basketball was great for them. Uh, so you know, I'd like to see the Knicks pull it off, but I just think with, with these two teams. You know the lollygag feel could really hurt them. Uh, I think I think New York might pull it out, but like I said, it's one of those series. I wouldn't be surprised who wins. And then you got whoever wins tonight between um, Golden State. And Memphis would be playing Utah Jazz. If I'm a Jazz, I want Memphis. Just because Steph, Draymond, they've won championships. They know what it takes to win championships, multiple championships. You can never count out Steph and those boys. You you want to not probably play Golden State. I mean, I know Utah's probably feeling good about their team, and they're like, you know, we want whoever. We've had a great season. But like Phoenix, when you're not going deep, and Utah lost a heartbreaker in the bubble when they played Denver, And, you know, these guys hoping they can get back on track and, you know, right the ships and that type of stuff. Basketball, when it becomes playoffs, is a different animal. You know, it's nothing like the regular season. Um, These guys know how to dig in. This is when, you know, you find out who your team is. And what you're made of. And I, I, I love it. I love it. I'm basketball is probably my favorite sport. I love talking about it. I love watching it. And I love to see these teams really build for what they're trying to accomplish. And these playoffs play a important part in what happens in the next season, in the future for a lot of teams and where these guys go. And so I want to try to do round by round uh, as the playoffs go on uh, because, you know, this is going to be a great playoff run for a lot of teams because you're slowly letting fans back in And they're going to feed off some energy, so the home games are going to mean something again. Uh, These guys are going to get, you know, coming off the road two games in a tough atmosphere. They're going to get to come home to their crowd. So you're going to hear the noise and excitement on TV when you're watching it. It's not going to be one of those like a closed practice games where, you know, you don't see nobody, you don't hear nobody. You can hear them talking like, I like basketball when the crowds are in it. I want to see who's going to show up for their team, what underdog is going to pull it out, who is playing for the contracts, and who's playing to win a championship. Those are two different things, and you learn this stuff quick. Some of these teams are going to drag. They might barely win uh, first round. Uh, Some people might sweep. The possibilities are there when you're playing basketball like these guys are for the money they're playing, for the cities they play for, you know, for the camaraderie, the teams that are in the building, the coaches. So I hope it it, it turns out to be one of the best playoffs, even if your team loses or if your team wins. Uh, I hope it becomes – one of those memorable seasons that the playoffs uh, make you remember things that are done on the court. So until round two, uh, enjoy watching it like I will and look forward to hearing the second part of this podcast for round two of the playoffs. I want to thank you for tuning in to my podcast New equals reason. I'm your host, Deshaun Brown. Conversation is key to communication. So let's keep the conversation going until the next time. Thank you.